and because i come from the news background i know how important breaking news and very correctly when you mentioned gen z um you know they they work very differently talk okay please with rajesh and with asta hello everyone welcome to the first episode of talk okay please since this is our inaugural episode we wanted to interview a very special guest our first guest is a ruling zarina of the digital travel and lifestyle space she needs no introduction really having been recognized as the top travel and lifestyle influencer she has won several awards in both india and internationally her latest feat is the release of a two part series dharohar featuring none other than our prime minister shri narendra modi everyone knows her as the girl with the unmissable curly hair that's right Today we have with us the amazing founder and editor in chief of India's largest travel and lifestyle channel Curly Tales Miss Kamya Jani So welcome Kamya welcome to our podcast and thank you for joining us Thank you very much I'm equally excited to share whatever I have learned in this journey so far Great great So Kamya just to start off you know uh, we'd like to understand your journey you know because when I was going through your LinkedIn profile uh i realized you've done your uh, bachelor's in mass media you've done law after that which uh, i was really not aware of and then mm-hmm. doing financial reporting for a while before you actually transitioned into an uh, entrepreneurship role at yeah. curly tales was born and today i think it is one of the biggest platform not even one of the, i think it's the biggest platform uh, for you know lifestyle and travel all over social media so just tell us a little about this journey yeah well uh it has been a very interesting journey like you mentioned started off in college and uh, i don't know if you remember but uh, when i was doing bmm nobody wanted to take up journalism as a yeah. there were only about six students who took up journalism uh, out of i think there were about 40 to 50 of us yeah yeah so only six and because uh, even teachers wouldn't want to come for such a small set we used to have combined lectures with saint andrews yeah yeah so, even back then uh, journalism is not a very natural choice for a lot of students out there but i wanted to pursue that because i wanted to be a news anchor and that's how uh, yeah the law thing did happen in between but i was like okay let me just do it by the way but the focus was always to be a journalist right anchoring uh, happened uh, and in fact i did it for good 10 years of my life and which is what actually taught me about uh how to present in front of the camera how to write scripts how to be behind the camera how to tell a story it wasn't as much about starting a food and travel company as such but it started off as my passion of wanting to travel and that's how i realized that a lot of other people are also interested in the same field i was doing a travel show but then i thought why not extend that and use my skills to put it on a digital platform i started writing articles about food and travel soon realized that nobody else is doing videos in the same place and i do have the relevant experience it took a lot of time curly tales is about 5 to 6 years and i think only now we've been able to establish ourselves as one of the prominent names like you rightly mentioned so in this entire journey kamya initially when you know you used to go to brands and pitch i'm sure the initial phase would have been you going and pitching to brands to sort of come on board and integrate with you and let them come and cover your property their properties so how was that experience like were brands skeptical in the initial days when this whole transition was happening so i was always connected with a lot of prs uh, as well uh-huh. as 
few brands because of my television experience but the minute mm. you detach yourself from a brand name and last i was working with the times group and i was working mm. with now the whole perception changes and if i'm on my own I, they won't get the same coverage that they are looking for right. there were a lot of disappointments uh there were a lot of barter collaborations uh, so mm. just, that i'm not being paid but at least i can experience it the whole focus in the first 2 to 8 months was only to create meaningful content but of course there were moments where i felt like oh maybe it was a mistake to quit my job and do this but over a period of time uh, i didn't have to go out selling there were brands who came on board on their own who wrote mm-hmm. to us on social media pages and then we would convert it what worked in our favor was being partnered with a media company which was folk media they would help us in terms of getting revenues so that was sort of a safety net for us interesting you spoke about uh, you know there were these moments where you felt ki bas you know ho gaya ab nahi karna hai shayad this was a big mistake so yeah. take us through some of those episodes that made you feel like you know man this is not yeah. i was very clear that uh, i can create content mm-hmm. be it written or video or even social media for that matter but to expand or to scale i do need a team with me hmm. uh, the first time i hired uh, were two girls who were hired as writers and i thought that it was a privilege for me that somebody else wanted to work with me and little did i realize that maybe they were not skilled enough for the job and even though we were paying them on a month on month basis they wouldn't bring anything meaningful to the table that was actually hmm. a hindrance not just in terms of growing but also mentally i would often feel like oh my god what's happening and where am i headed yeah yeah, yeah. there's an additional expense but we're not getting what you're looking for so that i remember was one of the uh, you know darkest phases of my life where i didn't know uh, you know how i can actually make a difference just by doing this all by myself and then i realized that you know you need to have the right people in your team uh, <laughs> to get going and to grow in whichever space that you want to so come here again as an entrepreneur and in, especially in that phase right 2015 14 15 where everything was very very uncertain for you because you've just come from a 9 to 5 job and being an entrepreneur and and you know some of these problems that you stated but apart from these right also talk us through you know finances also talk us through you know processes because as an entrepreneur you are good at a certain skill which is your creating content because you've done this for 10 years right but there are a lot of aspects which are you know things like office some laptops like you know and the hr processes financial processes and things like that did you have challenges there how did you overcome that how did you go through that of course we had a lot of challenges uh, when we started off i mean of course we were all using our personal laptops and that was the contract when we started off that you got to get your own laptop <laughs> you said it rightly you know like a create my focus or expertise rather is in creating content than creating businesses correct where i really lucked out is the fact that having a partner like folk media um worked in our favor because then they started looking at all the other aspects of mm. ah, okay also what was your motivator i'm sure you know during those times and when when things are just starting up or uh, you know when things are not going your way uh, and and you're questioning yourself and what was your biggest motivator of saying let's keep doing this because money definitely wasn't the motivator in this scenario of what i understand yeah. money may not be the motivator but i would say that it does give you a validation and it does give you the dopamine that you uh, you know we often talk about i mean yeah. in that sense that uh, it wasn't the money when i started yeah. off you yeah. know um and i'm not joking the way i worked 
six years ago uh, versus the day I work today is exactly the same. Oh. Nothing has changed. Uh, despite our uh, PNLs being extremely healthy, our balance sheets being extremely healthy, we are a profit-making company. We are in very secure even in terms of our numbers, not just on balance sheet, but also on social media. We are far ahead than a lot of legendary brands like Condenas or a Travel and Leisure that have been in the market yeah. for so long. This is one thing that keeps me going. I don't even think I get time to ask or question myself as to why I'm doing it because I just enjoy the process so much more. I'm so involved in it. I love writing scripts. I love going out on shoots. I, I love the appreciation that I get. I love the love I get from people. And I feel like it's all of that. And then, of course, when brands put in, um, you know, uh, uh, he heavy paychecks, you're doing a good job at something that, you know, somebody's paying money, uh, you know, to tell, a to tell their story. But I think it's just been in that loop. And uh, that's where I think that this is also a problem uh, which I want to break away from and not be in this loop, but actually think of expansion or also think of doing newer things or other things, you know. Yeah. So I think that's the journey of an entrepreneur. Correct. 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 Very interesting. Also, help me understand from a leadership perspective, right? And because now you're your team is a sizable team and it's not just in India, it's in the Middle East, it's in Dubai, et cetera, right? Uh, what were your biggest challenges when it came to hiring? And how do you manage these people, manage them and manage their expectations and, you know, manage their problems, which is... You know, trust me, I feel like uh, I never thought about this being a problem when I started off. But mm -hmm. over a period of time, I realized the only issue that actually draws my enthusiasm down sometimes is people management and managing their expectations. It has never been about work. It has never been about money. It's never been about the revenue, but it's about bringing this team together who's motivated for a cause or who's motivated to help you achieve what you're looking for. And very correctly, when you mentioned Gen Z, um, you know, they, they work very differently because I'm in a content creation space. We do need people who are younger, who have the knack of figuring out, you know, what is trending and what is not. And they are so quick at it. What I would do in three days, they would do it in three hours. Yeah. You know? So uh, nobody can take away the, the talent that they have, uh, but to use this or to utilize it in the right way, I think is the biggest challenge. A lot of hiring mistakes in the past. And sometimes, of course, I've got some great talent on board. But I think it's just that over a period of time, I've realized that, you know, who would be the right person and the attrition level, honestly, at Curly Tales is very low. So I have something that I'm, I feel very happy about because I also get very emotionally attached to people who I'm working with. The other challenge in today's day and age is that everybody out there wants to be a content creator themselves. Exactly. Exactly. So the barriers are very low. So for them to work for another brand and to create content for another brand, they feel like they are utilizing their talent for someone else, exactly. you know? So even for yeah, that, yeah. we've actually managed to come up with a creator contract where we tag them, where we, um, you know, make sure that they are growing as the brand is growing. We try and get them brand deals on their personal profile as well, as much as on the company. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, so th that's the way that we're trying to motivate and, uh, you know, put together a team and keep it together for as long as possible. That's very interesting. I mean, that's... Yeah, you're actually building time. a community of creators, right? Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. is competition. <laughs> you're actually making them loyalists by actually helping them grow. That's that's really amazing, Kamya. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a very different approach. I mean, yeah. it's the first time that I'm kind of, you know, listening to this model, hearing this model, it's a very different kind of approach. 
Yeah, I, I think she's cracked it. <laughs> I think their acceptance also becomes much higher because they're associated with, you know, like a parent brand, let's say like Curly Tales, which already has so much credibility in the market. So I think it's a win-win situation for you and for them. We also wanted to touch upon the topic that, you know, in your entire journey, who have been the one or two key influencing mentors, teachers, the supporters, you know, who've really sort of been there for you? Uh, it would have to be my husband for sure. I think I, I reach out to him for the tiniest of the issues, uh, who also happens to be the CEO of Folk Media. So we are working together, right, in mm -hmm. that sense. And whenever there are issues in terms of business or team management, I feel like he's so much more experienced. And the whole idea of, you know, he has a business sense to everything. Uh, he's been into sales and marketing for so long. Whereas I've always been on the content side of things and that's yeah. what makes it a perfect marriage, not just at a personal level, but also at a professional level, because both of us bring out the best that we have and any issues that I have, I definitely reach out to him. And in terms of emotional, I would say it would have to be my sister. So what are your growth plans now from this point uh, forward? What can we expect? And, and what are the challenges also? And what, yeah. you know, from a leadership what's, perspective, how do you see that? Uh, like what's what the, the dream and what are the blockers over the yeah. Well, the growth plan is, of course, uh, very soon we're launching a Curly Tales app. It's like mm -hmm. a social media platform for only food and travel content. Uh, number two, of course, uh, to launch internationally. We've already, uh, we are already present in the Middle East and uh, we want to expand that further. But moving forward, we do want to launch into Singapore, London and USA. The challenge here is to work remotely while you are here to manage a team. Yeah out in different parts of the world because their work ethic, their work style is very different than how different Indians yeah. and it is very different than Indians work especially yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's timing, they respect their work-life balance <laughs> but if you are looking for a job in the space of content creation or media, you've got to be alert at all points and because I come from the news background, I know how important breaking news is news yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> Yeah. So, which is yeah. what we try to do in uh, food and travel. It may be a lifestyle space, but it's so important to be the first one to put out something. Wow. Thank you, Kamya. Those were some really uh, insightful things that you've shared with us today. Uh, we really wish you good luck and thank you for being a part of uh, Talk OK, please. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you for listening in. Do like, share and subscribe for updates on new episodes. Bye.